So I'm going to record three journal entries here, May 16th through May 18th. May 16, 2003, Oslo, Norway. Good day, but I'm very discombobulated. It will take a while to get into the swing of things. I spent way too much time walking around trying to make decisions on what to do next and then make the wrong decisions, like converting traveler's checks at the post office. They charge a lot. Also spend too much time packing and unpacking. Went downtown, saw the Viking and Contiki museums, pretty cool. Researched my next moves, going up north. Very nice city, small, but small is good here. You still have lots of trees. Things are not overbuilt. Going off to get a beer. Okay, so May 17th, 2003, still Oslo, Norway. Constitution Day. Got a late start because I had a, a late night last night. I went downtown to the Three Brothers. I met a nice couple and a guy who helped me meet some girls. The couple told me that Pakistanis are really coming to Norway and he thinks the Norwegians have had it good for too long. Work ethic really isn't there. She made the point that the main thing which bothers her about the U.S., is that we don't acknowledge our own problems. True, I would say. The bar had a guy playing piano and everyone was really rocking out. I danced a few songs with this one Norwegian. We danced to I Will Survive, American Pie, and Country Road from John Denver. It was hilarious and fun at the same time. Today was the big celebration. It's a really neat holiday. The Norwegians celebrate by basically all getting together in the city and just enjoying the day. No excuses like fireworks or a car race. You can tell they really like who they are. There's um, more to the day than that, but that's basically what struck me. The day centers around a parade through the city, uh, Carl Johan's Gate to the castle. Um, comprised of many school children in Oslo and greater Oslo. It's so adorable. All these beautiful blonde-haired, mostly, kids singing their school or country songs and some bands uh, in their traditional dress. About 70% of the adults are in traditional dress as well, which is wool, uh, blue, black, red, green uh, dresses or suits with embroidery flowers. The Norwegian women are so beautiful. They're blue eyes. I'm sure I'll be saying this in every country, but they are very pretty people, and some shockingly so. Well, the parade marches up to the castle and lasts three hours, and the king waves at all the kids. Uh, he must be exhausted. The spectators walk up too. I did and saw the king, queen, and another couple. The men were in top hats. Uh, just walked around and, and took in the whole day. Uh, oh, they love their ice cream. Uh, I had some. It was okay. Um, oh, also, the high school grads run around in these red overalls, acting very silly, and the little kids ask them for these cards, which have jokes and pictures. Uh, interesting comment from the guy at the tourism office the other day. He said the Norwegians were always lower on the totem pole than the Danes and the Swedes, but not anymore because of the oil money. Now the Swedes make mostly make nasty comments. However, he said the Norwegians don't care. They have always been happy being Norwegian. And he said something like, fuck all or something. <laughs> 
Well, I'm exhausted and I'll try to run tomorrow. 518. Well, still wiped out. This traveling stuff is exhausting. Although I think I'm starting to get the swing of it. One of the hard parts is not having your own place to go back and crash to be by yourself. It makes you get out and experience because you have no other choice. Doing Oslo on $120 a day is tough, but I have figured it out. Don't eat during the day, just have a great meal at night. I went to one of the districts outside downtown, forgot the name, should really have my guidebooks with me when I write these, and had a great meal. Duck, potatoes, and snow peas. Went to the sculpture garden, Viking land or Vigen land, and that was really nice. That was a really nice park. Great sculptures. Also went to the ski jump. These guys are crazy. Very pretty in the outskirts, just like Alaska. The forest is very close to Oslo. Off to Lillehammer tomorrow. So that those entries definitely bring back some memories. Some of the things that I, I remember are um, just walking around the city for the first time. I remember the first thing I did was I, I got up early and I went downtown and there's this big street called Carl Johans Gate. And I went in there and found a, a little cafe and, and I remember all the, uh, the little sandwiches with cucumbers and, you know, they're just different than the things we have. And um, so that's a memory. And I also remember that going out the night before the celebration day um, and uh, did meet that couple and had you know interesting conversation about our different different cultures and everything, and dancing to um, the, the the piano uh, band guy was really a, a kick. Uh, uh, they were absolutely crazy for John Denver Country Road. I mean, singing at the tops of their lungs, and this guy as he was singing on the piano, he had a, a you know a Norwegian accent. And um, that, that was really one of my favorite memories. That was a great time. Um, the other things I remember are just realizing how um, the oil money in, in Norway, Norway was such a big deal. So Norway and uh, Great Britain discovered oil in the North Sea. I don't know when, maybe the, the late 60s or late 70s. And um, they really it transformed Norway. Um, and I always, in the, for example, the beer was so expensive. It was $20 a beer. Uh, and I could never quite figure out um, how everybody got all the money. I mean, I got the fact that uh, they they had a lot of oil money, but how it was actually distributed through society, I never quite figured out. But the prices certainly uh, showed that this was the case. Um, so that that was pretty interesting. And then the reason that I, I, I did go to Norway to start is because of this celebration day. It's their Independence Day or their, or their National Day. And one of my friends uh, told me about this because he had lived in Scandinavia and said, I must go to this. And it was really, really neat. I mean, you, you could see their national pride. All the little kids would march down this, this Carl Johans Gate all the way to, a, they call it a castle, but it really looked like a, a, a parliament building. It was the home of the king. And so the king and his wife and his, his uh, son and daughter-in-law would stand out there and everybody would walk. You know, they'd parade down the street singing all their songs, um, bands playing and waving their flags and everybody dressed in, in their traditional costumes and just, just enjoying the day. I mean, it wasn't anything, you know, extraordinary, but they just all came downtown to, to enjoy the day. And that, that really struck me that they, they just enjoyed being Norwegian <laughs> together. <laughs> 
Um, and then the other thing was in the early days, it really was exhausting, um, just constantly not knowing what to do and you know, like, how do you get to one place? Do you take the bus? Do you take the train? What do you take with you? Do you take your big backpack? Do you take the small backpack? But what do you take? Um, just all just constant indecision. Um, but what I did is I would go to, a, I found this was the first time I did this, I went to the local tourism office. And that's what I would do. In, in every time I went to a new city, every city has a tourism office, you go there, and they know everything to do in the city and outlying regions. So I did that and talked to that guy, and um, he gave me some ideas on, on what to do with the rest of my time in Norway because I hadn't, I hadn't planned it out. And what I decided to do was go all the way north to a place called the uh, Lofoten Islands, uh, which we'll uh, talk about in um, future podcasts. So I'm going to read you one more bonus material, I'm, I'm, whether, again, you like it or not. These are the last paragraphs I, I wrote uh, when I was thinking about writing a book, and, and they are the first few days in Norway. And, and again, this is a lot of repeat of what I've already said in my journal, but I'll just read these, and then from here on out, it'll be journal entries and, and just my thoughts. The next, the next days are spent getting my traveling legs under me. I go out to explore and find I spend so much time in moments of indecision. Should I go here, do this? What time will that mean I get back to the hostel? I am almost paralyzed with indecision. Also, what do I do with my gear? Do I lock it up or just leave it under my bed? Also, there is way too much time spent unpacking and packing. My gear, by the way, consists of two pairs of pants, one pair of shorts, one bathing suit, six shorts, uh, I think underwear actually, one sweater, one rain jacket, six socks, oh, eight pair of underwear, I don't know why I had so many shorts, a toiletry bag, digital camera, digital camcorder, disk drive to store digital pics, passport, journal, sleeping sack, so you don't have to use the youth hostel sheets, which is actually very key, all carried in a big backpack and a small day pack. Oh, and duct tape. By the way, I never use the duct tape. My first stop is straight downtown, and I find this wonderful wide street, Johansgate. It's wider than most American streets and close to traffic, a really cool feature I'll find in most European cities. There are lots of these little differences. The cafes serve sandwiches on baguettes with mozzarella cheese and sliced cucumbers and no Starbucks, absolutely not one in all of Scandinavia. Also, uh, Oslo is a great town, very livable, small, but everything you need in a city. Norwegians are very quiet in the subways. Hundreds of people getting on and off a train, and it's eerily quiet. Cold winters must suppress the loud gene. Other observations. Teenage boys using the latest digital camera technology and cell phones to take pictures of teenage girls riding the opposite way on escalators. Teenage girls find this very amusing. I hit the bars my first night. Carl Johans Gate opens up into a downtown park. Near that intersection, there are some good bars, bars that have piano music. The Norwegians go crazy for songs like American Pie, I Will Survive, and Country Road, played live on the piano with a Norwegian accent. I dance to all of those and have my first conversation or cultural exchange 
with some locals, a nice couple in their 40s. The woman says the one thing she doesn't like about America is that we don't admit to the problems that we have. I did not go into what these problems are. We don't have any problems. The husband says that Norwegians have had it good for too long and that poor um, and that work ethic needs some brushing up. You see, Norway is oil rich. They found oil in the North Sea in the late 60s, yet they actually share the wealth with each other, unlike the Saudis. Up until then, they had always been the poor Scandinavians, dominated by Sweden and Denmark. Not anymore. The other topic is that the Pakistanis are really moving to Norway, and they work harder. The $10 beers are hard on my $120 daily budget. I guess I won't be drinking too much. Today is all about Independence Day, the biggest holiday in Norway. I find a space on Carl Johansgate. The parade has just started. I can see the end point a mile down the street to the palace where the king and queen, I'm told, will be waiting to wave to each parade participants. Before long, I can look down towards the palace and see a sea of red and blue and Norwegian flags flying. Norwegian flags hang from every available balcony. Thousands of blonde-haired heads, plus more than occasional brown, Pakistani heads, I assume, brown-haired heads, pass by their flags and singing songs, waving their flags and singing songs. Each year, hundreds of grade schools are selected for the honor of marching down Carl Johans Gate and waving to the king and queen, who actually stand there and wave for the duration, four hours. It's a festive affair. There are many marching bands. I especially like the 15-girl baton team dressed in knee-high, high-heeled white boots, twirling and launching their batons in the rhythm to Lola, she was a dancer. Okay, uh, no more singing for me. Uh, thousands of parents and fellow Norwegians line the route wearing traditional wool dress, blue knickers and dresses with white skirt shirts embroidered, embroidered with red, green, blue, and yellow flowers. You really notice the blonde hair and blue eyes. Some of the people are shockingly good-looking, men and women alike. 18-year-olds run around causing trouble in red overalls while little kids approach them asking for asking them for something. These are graduating high schoolers. The week leading to the parade is a huge party for them and they are encouraged to blow off steam. Turns out they are handing out cards with pictures and jokes. I follow the parade and wave to the king and queen too. There they stand on a balcony, no security in sight. The king in a tux and a black top hat endlessly waving. Throughout the entire day, Norwegians simply enjoy being in the city, talking and visiting. I'm struck that it seems they genuinely enjoy just hanging out in their city with each other for the day. The parade ends early in the day, but the crowds don't die down until evening. Norway is a land of natural beauty. I spend the next few weeks training it up north of the Arctic Circle through Lillehammer, Trondheim, and Buda. My first exposure to stuffy overnight train compartments smoke-filled dining cars, and instant coffee, and spending the night in an uncomfortable seat. However, the scenery outside the window is nice. The volume of rushing water is impressive as the clarity. Um, you can see stones four feet deep, as is the clarity. Okay, so that's the end of my writing, and from here on out, it'll just be journal entries and thoughts.